0: Hi, this is Donna Argoire, Lady Justice, coming to you uh, with another edition on the new Shattered Lives radio series geared toward healthcare. Uh, I have uh, two or three sessions that I may want to um, record for you because I had a particular incident that happened four or five weeks ago, and boy, was I a fast learner. Uh, when I thought I was already very schooled with healthcare issues. So that is indeed the purpose of these next couple of episodes. And I do have a lot of information to impart. So I hope you will sit back and listen, enjoy, take it in, use what you would like and pass on the rest to other people. Do you um, are you a victim of the criminal justice system? Uh, I am, or have been, and I'm a survivor. It, have you been a victim of the healthcare system? Um, there are many commonalities here. Um, each of them forces you to do the work or do all the things that other people are supposed to be doing along the way, and it causes much stress uh, day on a daily basis. Sometimes on a on a minute to minute basis which often delays your healing, uh, causes depression and, and um, much stress. I've climbed these kinds of mountains um, before but not, not quite in this way. As people may know, I have a long medical history with spastic cerebral palsy and another type of issue I had with my vocal cords uh, when I was a child. However, um, this was a whole new can of worms for me. Uh, when, when all is said and done, however, uh, dealing with the, uh, the situation I'm going to describe, we, we all have to change from victimhood to survivorhood. Uh, or we just, we won't be resilient. We won't be able to carry on. And, and that is the point of it. And another very important watchword um, for these podcasts is that when it comes to health care do not make the assumption even though you have very good health insurance that most or everything is going to be covered so you do have to try to save all the money you can uh, just in case emergencies come up and this indeed was an emergency <clears throat> about five weeks ago i experienced a traumatic fall uh, which involved me breaking a front tooth, lacerating a lip, but uh, more serious than that, I also fell on my left dominant arm, and that is the one I use for writing, functional activities, etc. And at the time, I didn't realize, but I had broken what they call the radial head of, the, of your arm of the elbow which is sort of the fulcrum for many different motions that you use with your hands such as turning a doorknob, using utensils, uh, placing your hands on the steering wheel to drive a car, and many other functions. So it's, it's vital. And at the time, I didn't know that it was broken. So in the, in the course of this incident, I was taken by ambulance to um, a renowned local hospital and I received treatment there in the emergency room. I in fact was in the emergency room for about eight hours before I was admitted and um, as the saga goes along you will learn that I subsequently was admitted to another hospital. And then subsequent to that, I was admitted to a skilled nursing facility, uh, short-term rehab facility. And following that, I was just charged to home with a plethora of services, both skilled therapy, uh, briefly nursing, and um, homemaker agencies. And now I can sort of see the light at the end of the tunnel in that I've hired a private person to help me with some functional tasks until I can get to the point of total independence and getting back to my old self, but much smarter, much wiser in terms of how I conduct myself more safely and not, as I've said online, burning burning the candle at both ends and in the middle at the same time. So the general principles that I want to address um, in these couple of episodes would would be these: uh, in healthcare, as in as in life, never assume that things will be taken care of uh, when there are assigned people with assigned roles. Um, never did I learn so quickly that important things slip through the cracks. Um, every single day, every single hour, every single minute, and ultimately you are responsible for getting them done. Even if you have family, even if you have friends, even if you have medical providers, you cannot rely on the fact that those things are going to get done. Another general principle I would say is uh, when things don't happen as they should, uh, what I employed was a uh, a kind of operational tool that began with observe what's going on, uh, in inform other people what's going on, especially if you don't like it. Pick up very quickly and self-abdicate if if uh, someone else hasn't observed or corrected the situation, and then if that doesn't do any good. You really have to jump into the proactive mode when when that change that you so vitally need for your for your medical care, your your treatment, you, your healing is not forthcoming, and that may very well, indeed, going to the very top of the food chain, whoever that may be. Another general principle I would say would be know that you and you alone are your best advocate. Yes, your spouse, your 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 child, your your doctor, your representative um, could be very well-meaning, but you and you alone know your intimate needs and how you wish to be treated, how uh, what your expectations are. So again, it co- comes down to similarly to the last point that you do have to self-advocate because you are the one that knows what you need best of all and only you can advocate for yourself unless, of course, you have um, medical issues that you would be deemed legally um, or functionally incompetent such as someone who may have dementia or um, whose decision making is very impaired such that um, they may do harm to themselves um, in trying to make those decisions or in not making any decision at all. Um, Another general principle I would relate would be, regardless of having, quote, Cadillac insurance, unquote, that does not um, assure you that all things will be covered particularly if you as a person have not reached the age or are not eligible for government entitlements such as Medicare or Medicaid. Um, And be aware that if you're in that situation, there's many, there can be, and there are often many out-of-pocket expenses. Another general principle I would impart would be that if you have no family support, Uh, on a day-to-day basis, such as I, a single professional without children, whose um, parents or siblings kind of lead their own lives and and who very seldom connect with you, you are truly on your own and there frequently are no specific persons uh, to assist you with what turns out to be a laundry list of things that you have to take care of. Uh, yourself, even if you are uh, very savvy and you do a lot of internet research, you, you talk to friends and neighbors about who would you utilize for this service or that service, what would you do, can, can you assist me? Again, uh, coming back to it, ultimately if you are um, in fairly good health that you can assist in your own health care it does come down to you in terms of the quality of care. Uh, another general principle that I can talk to uh, talk about in a later episode is that non-medical home care services um, may provide good assistance um, in terms of homemaking, uh, some of your ADLs activities of daily living, cooking, shopping, helping someone to shower, select clothes, helping with grooming. Um, those kinds of things they may uh provide a good service but because of the way they're structured um in order for the company to make money uh they can be hugely expensive with an emphasis on maximizing their profit margin and not really um getting the um profits down to the level of of staff um, who um, very often make minimum wage uh, and work very hard and sometimes are at the subsistence level in their own, in their own lives and um, are very giving and try to help you out as much as you can, but yet um, the needed monies don't seem to be transferred down to that level often, which is, is very much a, a shame. Um, another principle, a couple of principles, um, what if you need help now, but help can't come until next week? I encountered that very often in every, every step of the process, whether it was with doctor's offices, social workers, patient representatives, um, trying to set up um, in-home services, uh, whether it be transportation, whether it be uh, food service, uh, just a whole plethora of things um, as detailed as you try to be and to get your ducks in order. Um, invariably, everybody has their own procedures and certain things only happen on certain days. Um, they're always scheduling problems. So even though you may line up your ducks like uh, dominoes, It doesn't always happen that way. So um, that's another hard lesson that we find out when we are our own one-man band, so to speak. And then a final principle that I would say is, what if you are elderly, and I'm saying maybe in your 80s and above, and all of these things that happened to me happen to you, and you're that much older and you have no family typically as very elderly people do and you cannot self-advocate um, or you don't have the assistance or the financial resources what happens to you um, in that institutional care to try to make the quality of your life better so that would be something I guess that I would address in perhaps the, the next session so With that information, I will close for now. Thank you for listening. Uh, Please pass this information on and stay tuned for the next session um, on Anchor and all of the other uh, podcast platforms that we are featuring.